All right, all right, all right. So, gives everybody some time here to uh, get in. Got all sorts of stuff going on here on the screen that I didn't want to do. Yes, Alex, all the music from um, all the podcasts, that's all me, every bit of it. Number one, um, it, it's a way to put my stuff out there that just sit around that I don't use. And number two, um, I don't have to worry about copyrights. So, Iris, say hello. Good evening, everybody. So, Alex and Hero are the only ones here at the moment. Um, can you guys hear Iris okay? Just want to make sure. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, Alex says, um, hello, Irish. Not our old Alex. This is a different Alex. <laughs> I figured. So, we're going to kind of chill here for just a second. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a pretty uh, lonely chat room. It's one of the reasons I got you, Irish, because I don't know how many people show up, so we got to have somebody to talk to, you know? So, um, oh, blame tag. Hello. He can't stay because he's at work, but um, he also says, Irish, thank you for the Reddit award. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're giving out those fucking things, so I I, I got one, so I figured I'd pass it along. Uh, what, what Reddit award is this? I, th I think I think I get my gold thing. I got someone gave me a bunch of fucking coins for some stupid reason, so I passed them on to Blame Dag. Yeah, for uh, one of his many many satirical articles that he posts on uh, Reddit. Well, speaking of which, uh, Blame Tag, if you could hang for just a second, all right, I'm I'm going to um, share with everybody our little project that we did, if in case they missed it. So I get this message from Blame Tag saying, "Hey, can you?" Um, like put some music to this so let me go ahead and introduce everybody to uh what blame tag affectionately called karen rising <laughs> was um a lot of fun and um i you know I, I did it at first he he sent me the song he wanted me to do and then i did it and then uh he was like can you start it at such and such point and i'm like sure you know because it is it doesn't take long for me to do that stuff so i sent it back to him and, and that was the one he settled on so yes alex very ominous instead of release the crack and it's release the karen Hero says, but it looks like she's thanking him, not calling 911. That's because she was turned into the ultimate Karen at that moment in time. So it's great stuff. So uh, one thing I do want to talk about real quick. All right. So, um, you know, I've been kind of in and out with 
all the streams and whatnot. Um, I was telling Irish, and um, I think I told Blame Tag, August, we're going to fire everything back up. Um, you know, full confession, I have been wrapped up in Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, Blame Tag, if, if you're listening, I've got well over 200 hours into it, and I've still yet to beat Ganon because I'm waiting to do everything else before I get there. That's the only thing I have left to do on the main storyline, and it's just been hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of Tears of the Kingdom. So uh, you can blame Nintendo for part of it. Um, but what's going to happen is in August, our first retail war zone back is going to be pretty important. This is an idea that we have tossed around how long, Iris, for uh, almost a couple of years now, right? Yeah, so we're finally going to have the Spouses of Retail Managers um, episode. So I've got dates, uh, hero. Why I got you on here? Um, I'm going to give you the dates that blame Mrs. Blame tag can attend and you can kind of look and see what your thoughts are. I know the, our new family member Poe short for Poseidon, um, a, a beautiful white little baby boy kitten, uh, who passed with flying colors today and now is officially, part of the family um because he is free and clear uh we'll have to have um his uh genitals snapped so uh, i gotta make sure we do that what's up dom welcome um so hero the dates we have so far the 2nd 16th and 23rd of august so pick one of those and let me know uh, yeah welcome poseidon we have a cat named zeus she she decided Poseidon was going to be the name, Poe for short, and that ties into the Zelda Tears of the Kingdom because you walk around in the, the underworld and collect Poes. So he's ferocious. Hero says, not the second. All right, cool. So the one of the other two dates work for you? Calls, I think it's the 16th, and that's the middle of the month, so we should be good, and we'll get that scheduled. And, you know, Irish and I were talking. I know, I know. That's I couldn't remember. That's why I brought it up. But anyway, Irish and I were talking pre, you know, prior to going live about this. Now, Irish, kind of share your thoughts a little bit on, you know, why we think this is a good idea. Um, is there anything else out there like it? And your thoughts on it. Hey, Irish, hold on just a second. Um, oh, shit. All right. Can everybody hear him now? Say something, Irish. Um, hello, hello. I'm not sure where I got cut off there. So uh, you know. I think you get cut off at the very beginning. Let me make sure. Okay. Heard. Oh, heard. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, nope. 
Okay, cool. I, I hit a button by accident. Iris. All right, so go ahead. Oh, that was you. All right. Yeah, go ahead and start over. All right, I'll start over. Uh, good. I was. I was. Think I was rambling a bit too much. Anyway, look. Look. I. I think it's important because um, we we discuss retail a lot here, and there's there's an awful lot in retail um, that has a negative impact on families. And I. I think you know, although it can happen in almost any job, um, in retail, uh, there's a lot of stresses involved because of the job. Like you know. As we've discussed here before, you become kind of married to it or addicted to it, um, and you bring that home. And uh, I, I like to see it discussed because I don't think you I've ever heard or read anything from uh, the perspective of a, a spouse or a family member on the effects of essentially working a job that will you know turn you into uh, an idiot like I was married to you know an unfaithful job. Um, I do think it's worth talking about to see the other side. It's not going to be pretty, by the way. I'm not going to come off on this looking good. Um, uh, but that in itself is interesting, um, you know, because I've done things because of retail um, that I probably wouldn't have done in other jobs um, that impacted badly on, on, on my family, in, including, you know, not spending time with the family, putting work first. Um, I miss my boy's first birthday all because I had to work, you know, yep. silly things like that. Well, I mean, I'd be interested here. Yeah, and and I I think it's a great idea to have the three spouses on with us in real time. You know, I have no shame. You know, Hero is allowed to say whatever she wants to say. I mean, I I know, I know how bad it was. I know how bad I was. I mean, I know how, you know, it affected me and and whatnot. And and it's okay. I mean, it's, she's free to say whatever she wants. And I'm sure, you know, in your case, Irish is the same and probably in blame tags as well. <laughs> and because we're not going to be hearing anything new. I mean, we know, you know, yes, you can say whatever you want as long as it's factual. And, um, you know, and I, I think it's okay for us to get our quote unquote comeuppance, so to speak, because they've never had a platform other than uh, no, ketchup does not go on cheeseburgers. We're not going down that route tonight. Thank you for playing. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, it, it's, they, that's what makes the episode important. And I, I wish it was a bigger thing. I, I wish it was something that, you know, some national television show decided to, or news thing decided to dive into, you know, we don't have to be part of it, you know, that's fine. But I think if you really dug in to like long-term retail managers talking to their spouses, that's going to be boots on the ground, how bad it really affects the person in their life that has to deal with this every day. Yeah. And like, we're not going to be unique. I mean, there, 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 there's a lot of occupations out there that will have serious stress. I mean, uh, I imagine like, you know, if you if you worked in, in, in healthcare and you had to do shift work or or in the police or military or, or many, many other things. And I'm not trying to compare retail to any of those jobs um, necessarily. I'm, I'm but for for the respect and pay that retail gets, it's it's a fucking mystery to me why we allow it to, you know, consume our lives to that degree um and that's that's interesting and i i just and the reason i'm i i'm i'm here after a couple of years of this podcast still talking in the middle of the night here into a screen is because you cover really interesting things that just are not available anywhere else pretty much nowhere 
discusses like what it's like to work retail, especially from a management point of view, in a podcast like this. No one else does it. I mean, there's, nope. there's Reddit is just a bunch of stories bitching about what you know having to work at all or in retail specifically and sharing funny stories and memes. But this is this is like the the interesting stuff where you discuss things like this. What 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 was it like for me or to be living with me uh, yeah. while, while I was consumed and you know, and essentially married to a fucking tankless job. Exactly. Now I'm going to go through the chat real quick. Dom barbecue sauce does not go on a burger. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, mad dog wins the chat. Ketchup goes on nothing. Um, it does go on fries. That's about it. Oh, and it does go on fried pork chops. It does. It's a magical thing. Uh, hero in regards to the upcoming episode says, seriously, I don't think it's talked about beyond the realm of divorce court, honestly, which is, is true. Um, Alex said, we can make it a bigger thing. We can, I can remember all the negative impacts on personal life and working retail. He also said all those negative impacts are part of why I got out and why evenings and weekends are now sacred to me. Now I still have to work nights, but the late latest I work is eight. So I'm not there till 11. I don't have to be in charge when corporate decides, Oh, it's the holidays. You're going to stay open to midnight, which makes no fucking sense at all because you don't do any business from 11 to midnight. That's worth staying open. You spent more payroll than the sales you made. So that's some nonsense in itself. Um, weekends, you know, I'm off on Sundays. I do work on Saturdays, but it's, it's okay. You know, what I'm doing is different. I mean, I, you know, I, I work with a lot of people who may not like their job. Okay. I'm, I work with a lot of people who may be miserable doing what they're doing. And, and I fully understand because that might be the only thing they've ever done. I get that. But I do have a little bit more appreciation for what I do because it's going backwards and it's taking a break. It really is. And, you know, I've had people tell me, you know, ask, you know, have you ever thought about going back and doing it? And I told them if the telltale sign, if I come in and my hair has been cut, y'all know I'm leaving. Right. I mean, at this point, I'm letting my hair grow as long as it'll go. Right. And uh, if I walk into work and my hair's been cut, that that a dead giveaway. Uh, Hero brought up no more clopins. Yes, that's a beautiful thing. No more clopins. Yes, there are days that we work to eight o'clock and we turn around and have to be at work at seven. But that's not like getting out of there at 11, 1130, having to turn around and be at seven. You know, you still have some time at home. You know, a lot of that time for me and Hero will tell you, we'll get off sometimes at eight o'clock and I will come home and cook. I'll walk in, you know, and stay in the kitchen and, and it's okay because everybody's eating. It's, it's family time and, and whatnot. And that's great. And, um, but it's, it's nice for me. I'm not in charge of anybody. I don't want to be in charge of anybody, but I sure as hell don't want people coming to me acting like I'm in charge of people and asking me to do supervisor things that, that I'm not getting paid to do. Um, none of us would like that. It's not specific to my job. It's anywhere. I mean, you know, don't, people don't like being asked to, you know, take care of things that's above your pay grade, so to speak. Um, Alex, no, I'm not going to be ZZ Top. That's not going to happen. One day, if I can ever figure out, because my forehead just gets shiny in these lights, one day I will actually have a stream where I have no hat. And you guys can see exactly how much hair I actually have. It's kind of frightening. But anyway. Uh, so what you got, Irish? Well, not, I suppose to the forefront of my mind, I'm still thinking about um, 
the the upcoming episode if you if you like i'm trying to think of where we touched it in the past i mean in a in a very old episode one of the first ones you remember um we had uh what keeps you up at night yes yeah there's a there's a lot of overlap there i imagine because like you know it's those type of stresses that uh <laughs> that i imagine my, my my poor wife had to put up with you know uh stupid shit was keeping me up and still does from time to yeah. time um you know like like you were saying off stream there like it's it's hard to turn it all off like you know you it really is yeah, like some of it just sticks with you um and look i mean i'm not blaming it all on retail like uh it could happen in a lot of different jobs but you know <laughs> for the for the reward that you get out of retail it's a wonder why it happens um yeah but yeah i mean okay on a different topic because that is um inflation is is beginning to bite ass here um the you know the whole greedflation thing that we covered a couple of episodes ago yeah. um it's it, it's really sticking uh there's a, there's a lot of murmurs and talking and people complaining more than usual now about um you know essentially how you know the cost of living keeps rising and and uh you know people just can't keep up i don't know i i, I don't know how is in particular the youth are 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 putting up with it because they're finding it very difficult to kind of move out of their family homes and i'm talking about people in their 30s like you know yeah uh real quick mad dog put in the chat i'm really ready to be done i'm ready to go manufacturing clock in do my job and go home yes yep. um and i don't blame you i mean you know you've taken a couple of jobs you know look mad dog i've worked with you personally all right you're good people and you're in a male dominated industry. Let's, let's face it. And, you know, to all the females out there that makes you try harder. And when you try harder, it, it makes people look at you like you're overbearing or you're a bitch or whatnot. And that's not it. It's just a competition, you know, the deck stacked against you. You know, you've always been fair. Yes. You've been harsh, but you've been harsh at the point where you've been nice enough to get the point across and nobody listened. And then you had to flip that switch. So get out of it. I'm telling you, you'll be happier. You really, really will. You know, the ability to do a job and go home is amazing. The ability for me to clock out and go home. Yeah. I might get a text here or there about something. It's not a big deal with what I do, but it's not like, Oh God, Susie called out. What am I supposed to do? Or, Oh my God, this, this customer said, I don't have to deal with that shit anymore. And trust me, when you don't have to, whoo, you, you've got to do it. Once you do it, you'll understand. Once you get out, you will, you'll feel it. You'll know immediately. And you'll be like, Oh, well shit. I should have done this a long time ago. You just make it work. And Alex says, well, and we've talked about this before. Sometimes it's not even that you can't turn it off. If you're in management, you can get the call in the middle of the night that forces you back to the store. Yeah, that, the alarm went off or something. Um, yep. And then Hero said, I work around a bunch of folks that have come back home during college break that are like, I'm going to school for blank, but really have no idea what job I'm going to have or how to not come back home with my parents. Um, that's kind of going along with the, the inflation thing. Now, one of the big things here in, in the States, Iris, was recently they talked about how inflation was easing, but at the same time said food prices were still going up. So, yeah. uh, look, I, I really feel like as far as food goes, 
until somebody until there's some sort of government regulation or whatnot or some company gets their balls busted because they're caught just gouging prices it's a runaway freight train they're going to keep doing it one company does it they get away with it the next season says oh we can do that too and then it's snowball i mean there was a report that came out irish is saying that food prices would not go back to pre-pandemic levels until 2026. It's, it's, it's just, it's crazy. Like, uh, like, I mean, so much of it is, is just, um, you know, large corporations chancing their arm that, you know, that you'll pay, you, you know, they see people still paying, you know, X, Y, and Z price for, for, for goods. And they, they just, they just, they're very reluctant to lower them. And until you have some sort of price war where, where someone just tries to grab more of the market by reducing their prices or something like that, it's not, it's it, like, that's the only way to, that that's going to go. But they, they're all in a bit of a cold war, a stalemate where they're just going, nobody move. Everyone just enjoy this, you know, <laughs> the, the higher prices for everything. Yeah. And, and I still stand fast in that 30% profit margin is fine. Anything over 30 is gouging. I, 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 cause I believe that 30 is fair, you know, you know, you, you, what, you know, something costs 70 cents. You sell it for a dollar, you know, it, that's it. I think that's decent. Sure. And then, and because what happens is when stuff goes on sale, you lose that margin anyway, but anything above that, if you, if you've got items in the places you work that are 40 plus points, Man, that's a little bullshit, you know, and that's a, it's a little high. Well, especially when it's on things that are, that that are not really optional, you know, food. <laughs> you know, I mean, fair enough. If if uh, there's a lot of things I could I could do without, and I probably should do without more of them. But you you know, I, I still opt in for um, you, you know for for things I I probably could cut out. But right. you know what, like with food. And and power and light and heat and fuel like those things you just have to get and you know and you know there's only so much of it you can blame on on the pandemic and there's so much of it you can blame on on world events that we're going through at the moment but you, you, you know <laughs> I mean it's just uh, it, I just don't know what the breaking point is going to be because we have. You know, we we have uh, probably one of the largest wealth gaps since the French Revolution. Yeah, and, I mean the wealth gap all know. across the world is ridiculous, and and yeah. you know, and I think people misunderstand. It's not like people are saying you can't be wealthy, okay? But when you see the wealthy getting wealthier at the expense of the people that are making them wealthy, then it becomes a problem. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but like, you know, it's, I mean, there are different types, I suppose, like for for me, I'm just talking personally now, like, but, you know, I, if someone becomes wealthy, because they have made a product that makes the, you know, life easier, um, then, okay, I can kind of, uh, I'm a bit, that's a bit more palatable. Um, but when it's like hedge fund managers, when it's people just gouging interest rates, when it's just people in offices that are screwing people in, you know, let me student loans is a big one over in the States, yep. you know, you know, it's insane. Uh, real quick, Erica runs with razors. Finally got a Twitch account. Welcome. It's been a long time, ain't it? Good to hear from you. 
Uh, oh, how, how hot is it in Arizona? That, that's something too, Irish. How hot is it over there? It's not hot at all, man. We it's been raining for fucking like three weeks. It's uh, yeah. It's we, we just get humidity and rain. What, what's your it, what's your average temperature today? Oh, today, fuck in Fahrenheit. I don't know what the hell it is in Fahrenheit. Probably in the fifties. The fifties in Fahrenheit. We yeah, would hang on a we, second. we would figure that out because Erica just where she's at a hundred and eighteen degrees Fahrenheit today, sir. Oh, Jesus. It, it, correct me if I'm wrong, Erica. I, I believe you guys have set a record. So that's what, 20 days straight above 110? That's insanity. Yes, Alex, 118. And it's funny because, I, you know, I'm in South Carolina and, and we're like, oh, it's so hot and whatnot. And I've had people complain like, oh, my God, it's so hot here. And I'm like, you know. Uh, Erica, we were at like 91. I'm sure you would take 91 in the heartbeat over what you're dealing with now, correct? It was uh, 60 degrees today. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. So, so in the summer, Irish, I mean, I know this year seems a little odd because there's these heat bubbles across the nation, across the world. But mm. What's your average high in the summer? I'm just kind of curious. All right. Um, again, I'm going to have to convert. I know, here, but it's it's about uh, da, 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 da. wow. Okay, eighty uh, would be about like would be considered high. We would here. all take eighty right now. And and I just <laughs> asked her. She's like, you know, I said ninety one here. Ninety one is the low for them right now. It's like 120 Ooh. plus in like Death Valley. It, it's it's insanity over here, you know. Well, I'm, I I am not built for the heat. It won't surprise anyone. Um, but like that that that's that's insane. Like like what we get over here that's uncomfortable is 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 very high humidity because um like I like I've been to the states. I've I've experienced 110 degrees. It's it's uncomfortable. But you're in most of the places I've been to the states. The humidity has actually been comfortable but when you get high humidity and heat oh jesus it's i can't deal with that at all it's to, and, and the same with the cold now now mind like you here, here's something interesting for you so texas and arizona are facing this heat and the uh, governor of texas outlawed water breaks for workers imagine that <laughs> what yes look that up irish Oh man, this is like this is like a, a like something out of idiocracy. It is. Um, Erica said, "If you ever want to know what hell is like in winter, come to Phoenix." <laughs> and okay. Dom says, "I thought the ninety degree weather we've been getting is hot. I can't imagine one hundred eighteen. Yeah, we, you know, for decades the South could complain about the heat. We can't now. We <laughs> we need to be happy that we're ninety eight or under." Absolutely. I mean, and it's hot because, you know, when you get that kind of heat, man, if you're outside too long, that'll fuck you up, man. That can kill you like legit. So it, it's insanity. What What's the water situation out like there, Erica? I saw the whole thing about the Saudis. Uh, you know, I didn't really dig into it to see what it was exactly, but basically I guess they stole your water. 
you know, at, at a premium. Um, but I can't imagine. I mean, that is so hot. Look, I it, it's hot in my bedroom right now because when I do the stream, I turn the fans down and I've got these lights on. I am fucking roasting right now. But let me tell you, it ain't Phoenix hot <laughs> at all. I'd have that's, melted at this point. That's insane. I, I, I just looked it up in Fahrenheit there. The, the hottest temperature ever recorded in Ireland was in 1887, and it was 91 degrees oh. in Fahrenheit. Hey, uh, Hero, you okay moving to Ireland? <laughs> I know somebody who can show us around. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, but yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know if you can do, I mean, you could do like a, about 300 days of rain a year. That's, <laughs> I don't know if you like that. I'm okay with rain. Rain's fine with me. You know, it, yeah. it, it, you know, here it's it's interesting because like we the other morning we went to work and uh the the sun was pink, right? It, and I don't know if it has to do with like all the smoke bro blowing in from the wildfires from Canada or whatnot or Kenyatta as caboose on red versus blue would say. But um I took a picture of it with my phone. And then it wasn't pink anymore. It was white. And and my family gives me such a hard time because I'm one of those quote-unquote boomers that when I was younger, the sun was not white. It was yellow. I don't care what anybody fucking says. I'll fight you all, all right? <laughs> and Hero just said, don't say it. And I just did. But it, anyway, um, yeah, it's, it's gotten way hotter. And, uh, you know, we were standing outside in front of the building the other day to go to work. And I was like, Oh my God. I mean, it was painful standing. I mean, it, the sun hurt. It wasn't like it was just hot. It hurt. And I'm like, Oh my God. And you got these people saying that the, the poles are about to flip and you know, they underestimated the sun's activity this year. And it's an active sun instead of a non-active sun. And we're all just getting like microwaved at this point in time. So Iris be happy. And Hero says, oh, y'all, Steve enough. plus heat equals awful. Steve plus heat is the worst combination. The only worse combination than Steve plus heat is Steve plus sick. I hate the summer. I hate it with a passion. I am fair-skinned. I, I burn. I mean, if any of you here, like if you saw me in pants, and I pulled my pants leg up and you saw, like, my shin, it would blind you. I'm that white. <laughs> Um, so continue Irish. Uh, well, the, the one thing I, I will say, uh, weather related, my wife does miss the seasons because we don't, we really don't have, like, we don't get extreme weather over here at all. You know, um, it's, it's, it's not that hot. It's not that cold. It's just kind of meh the whole time. So, you know, it's, um, it's, but, but, you know, th those extremes, Jesus, I, I, I actually, I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd survive it. I, I, my body is not built for that. Well, yeah, so we've got some 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 shade getting thrown at me right now. A hero says his anger <laughs> index goes up with his core temperature, and then Erica says pasty Caucasian, yes, and then Alex is like, oh god, Steve plus heat plus sick, that that must be awful. <laughs> it's very awful. I mean, I hate it. I mean, I'm a huge him fan. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'll just the band is called Him. H period, I period, M period. It used to stand for His Infernal Majesty, but there was a song called Behind the Crimson Door, and the line that I enjoyed the most was, when summer is killed by fall. That's my life. 
bring me fall because fall is cooler <laughs> and fall is football and life is good. This summer shit, y'all can have this nonsense. Uh, fuck this. It's awful. Yeah. Uh, uh, look, like I said, we, we do not have those extremes here. So I guess, uh, you know, I'll definitely, um, <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll take that one. In fact, you win. That's, uh, that, oh, it's, I, I don't know. Irish, it's awful. Now. I mean, it is awful. I mean, it, it's, um, and, and heat here, uh, Erica actually posted this right now. People's rage index is crazy out there this time of year. People's brains overheat. Yes, heat makes people angry and it gets worse here in the states i mean there's more violence there's more karens there's more anger it's like everybody pissed off because we're all getting microwaved and they take it out on whoever is closest to them literally heat is like the anger switch here it is ridiculous and i'm hot right now but i'm not erica walking around in shorts and still scared she's going to die walking down the streets of Phoenix. I mean, you know, it's like, I can't imagine 118 degrees. I would die. I'd, I'd just fall over and give up. Oh, that's, that, that's crazy. And, and you know what? It, it catches me at night too. Cause I, I, I remember, uh, when it is that hot over there that, I, I mean, I, I, I'm just like this idiot Irish guy. Like, I mean, I, I did stupid things. Like, I opened the window, and it got worse. Yeah, yeah. I was like that. Like that's some that that's like that 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 just, just makes no sense to someone like me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, welcome, maiden. It's been a long time since we've seen you. Hope your job is going well. And she says, I don't want to be invited to anything that doesn't have air conditioning. I won't go. <laughs> Oh, and Blaine Tag says, I'm sweating balls in the store right now. I can only imagine how hot it is there because I know it hadn't been great there either. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, and then Hero says, I mean, we don't really have a huge difference here, Iris. We have boiling, burning, hot, cool with hot midday, cold with hot by evening, hot with rain, and icy snow melted by heat. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, Alex says I experienced a dry 110 in Vegas. That wasn't bad. It's when the humid that when it's humid that I die. Yeah. Uh, Erica says thinking about setting up shop in a wind cave like the tribes did. Hey, get rich. Go do it. Um, <laughs> she also said Q Megadeth sweating bullets. Yes, just sweating. Period. Sweating bullets. Sweating uh, uh, hair, sweating armpits. What? What? It, we all sweating right now. Irish, you so, got it made. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm definitely. Uh, I feel like I won something here. That, that, that that's. But uh, come here. Go back to that thing in Texas. Uh, so, why on earth would somebody outlaw water breaks? Uh, because you know it's it's capitalism, buddy. Let's see here. Hold on. Let me let let me see if I can pull this up. Hold on. Uh we'll 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 get this going here. Um let's see. Avid bands. Oh, who the hell did I spelt that right? Bands water breaks. Hold on. All right, so Greg Abbott overrides worker protections, taking away water breaks from construction workers in order to regulate business across Texas. 
Though the law doesn't go into effect until September 1st, two workers have died of heat-related illnesses since it was ratified, underscoring its potential impact. What is the benefit of that? I don't know. I guess keeping people working instead of them drinking water. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. Um, it, it, it says, uh, I mean, I mean, this is like nonsense. Um, Texas governor signs bill rescinding water breaks as deadly heat grip state. This is from June 24th. Um, let's see. That sounds like something blame tab would make up. I, I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. It, it says, uh, the measure, which will take effect later this year, will nullify ordinances enacted by Austin and Dallas that mandate 10-minute breaks for construction workers every four hours. It also prevents any local governments from passing similar worker protections. Um, it was an omen of what could come after HB 2127 takes effect in September, wrote the Texas branch of the AFL-CIO union, referring to far-reaching law that could not only curb cities' right to enact worker protections, but a number of labor, agricultural, nature, natural resources, and finance measures. Banning required rest breaks for construction workers and the Texas heat is deadly. I mean, and somebody says, in the midst of a record-setting heat wave, I could not think of a worse time for this governor or any elected official who has any any kind of compassion to do this, said David Cruz, the communications director for the League of United Latin American Citizens National, a Latino civil rights group. This administration is incre incrementally trying to move us backwards into a dark time in this nation when plantation owners and agrarian mentalities prevailed. That uh, Yeah, and see, six out of every ten construction workers in Texas are Latino, and labor advocates say that the law will hurt Latino and black communities that are already disproportionately affected by extreme heat. Yeah, so that's what's going on. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm just struggling to think of the logic behind it. Like, it's just like. I think blame tag put up some idiot. Yeah, some idiot in an office there has seen a spreadsheet that said like you know if you you know you know employees are spending five minutes a week you know drinking water we can get five minutes extra out of them or some shit like that and it's just that is insane. It's uh, crazy. I, I wonder, Especially it, think I, about the heat that's going on here right now. It's but it's it's probably not even going to hold up in court if someone drops dead because of this. You know they're going to have a case. And, and Blame Tag says, uh, what was this? Blame Tag had this. Uh, let's see, where was it? They probably have a graph that says employees are 1.2% less productive if they can stop to drink. And that is the truth. Yeah, I mean, I know, but Amazon got in trouble for that, I think. You know, weren't employees like pissing in bottles and stuff they, like that? They, they still couldn't... are. They still are. Jesus Christ. But, but it's, it, it's, it's crazy. Like, no, it, it's, uh, it is the case in some stores over here where it was like frowned upon to, to not be moving. You know, like you know, sometimes you can be, you know, sitting at a checkout scanning items and standing at a checkout scan, scanning items. One was right and one was wrong in their eyes. Right. I don't really see what the issue is. Like, I know over in the States you have Aldi, which are German. You know, I mean, they they allow their employees to sit down because it doesn't make a difference. And actually, you know, they're, they're, you probably get more productivity out of them because they're not like, you know, their back isn't in as much pain. But I don't know. There's just this weird thing with the optics of sitting down equals lazy. I would <laughs> like to I would like to give blame tag some shine here. He posted. I love that. I'm the standard now. Quote, unquote. This looks like something blame tag would say. 
laughing face. Yes, yeah. it's true. It's a, it's a litmus test. But like, I mean, the, the the irony of someone coming up with this shit, uh, who was sitting down in an office drinking water, you know. Well, I think <laughs> I think Erica nailed it. She 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 just posted when workers drink water on the job, they have to take more bathroom breaks. That what it really boils down to. Look at Amazon and their potty break authoritarianism. I, she, yeah. I think she's right there. <clears throat> yeah, there, there's there's definitely something to that, but it, like, this is where like they're forgetting the human. Like, I mean, has AI already taken over this shit? Like, I mean, no, just, no, no, no. We're, we're not fucking machines. I, honestly, I think AI would take care of humans better than humans would at this point. The way it's going, I mean, honestly, and. You know, you, you bring up AI once again. I, I I want to say this, and and I want to have this documented. I mean, it's on the interwebs or everybody see for however long it stays up until they take it down. Okay, we talk about a business that is so hard to work in. All right, but all the jobs that the people have that belittle retailers are going to go away because AI is going to take them over. And I can't imagine a world where the jobs we complain about so much and how hard it is become the only jobs for people because AI is not going to be a stalker. AI is not going to run self-checkout. AI is not going to be a cashier because everyone's going to get pissed off about self-checkouts everywhere. AI is not going to unload trucks. AI is not going to separate trucks. It's crazy. So, it's almost poetic justice in a way that there's a lot of people in this world that we will need to work that when AI comes and swoops in and takes their high paid job, they get to come work with us. Come on, bitches. We'll make this fun. Yeah. It's just like, I, I don't know, man. It's just like that, like stuff like that. Just, it, 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 it's, it's just strange. I don't know where exactly it comes from. Um, but, you know, I, I know of, I've worked uh, in places where managers were, were obsessed with staff looking busy. And, they, like, you know, so whenever the manager was on duty, like, you know, you, you, you had staff just running around, you know, wiping shit down that was clean and sweeping up nothing. And all, and it was none of it was productive. And, in fact, well, they were missing all, you know. That comes from, that comes actually from a pre-boomer generation. You know, if, you, if you've got time to lean, you got time to clean. All right? That, that's true. All right? True. But at the same time, you have managers that the reason they act that way is because they want to be in power. You know, you have managers out there who – get pissed off because maybe two people want to work together or something and they don't like it. It's not that the two people working together aren't being productive. It's just, they didn't make that happen. You know, it's, there's, you know, a whole laundry list of things about managers that want to have power or perceived power, you know, and it, it, it it's nonsense. It really is. I mean, that whole, you know, making everybody look busy, it, what what difference does it make? You know, at the end of the day, all that matters is are, are the sales, really. And if your store is recovered for the morning, you know, coming up, I, I, I just, and that's something that I think, here's going to be the interesting thing about retail managers going forward. When we get into younger generations, millennials, you know, you know, we're coming out of Gen X, you know, millennials, Gen Z or whatnot. 
those managers, when they get promoted, are going to be more employee-focused, and that terrifies the industry to its core. They can't handle, they can't wrap their head around that. They, they, they can't understand that you're going to have younger people coming into management positions that are going to be pro-labor, and they don't know how, they don't know how to, to deal with that. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And just, just wait until, I mean, the people that occupy senior HR positions tend to be pretty on the elderly side for, for, for uh, the workforce. Yep. Wait until they get in there. That, that's where all the, oh, that's yeah. where the shit comes down from. Like, when when, when um, millennials and Gen Z get into HR, it's a wrap. Yeah. That's where unions are really going to take. We, we're still a little bit of ways away. There, there's still too much old blood and old power. But they're going to die eventually, right? Somebody's got to replace. When the millennials and Gen Z take over HR, it's going to change the game. It, it is. I mean, just just going back to the different types of managers there, I, I, um, I think we... We discussed, oh, I don't know how long ago now, but um, uh, what terminology we did, did we use? It was uh, uh, where you you're 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 kind of just you're covering for for, for managers um, all the time. So, so you know, I was um, oh a fixer. That's what we called it. Yeah, well, um, fi- yeah, the fixer. Yeah. So I. I did that for quite a while. So I got, it was interesting because you got to go and see like lots of different, like, you know, um, stores where the staff, you know, the staff of different types of managers right. and, and the managers, and I'm, I don't know what ter- like term you would use, but the ones that were just obsessed with the staff looking bitty, bit busy, they had the worst staff. They were fucking useless. Yep. Like I, I've been in stores where like, you know, I go in and everyone's just like sweeping up and looking busy as soon as I appear. But like, you know, there, there could be, you, you, there could be stock on uh, that that needs to be phased off, or there could be a queue at the at the checkout, and they wouldn't even see it because they're just obsessed with like you know, just appearing busy, and it's just like it just it was so stupid. <laughs> uh, real quick, like, oh. uh, Blame Tank says, "LOL, I think millennials are a little older than you're thinking they are." Nope, I, I I know how old they are, but when you get on the younger end of the spectrum, that starts rolling into Gen Z. And that's where everything's going to come unraveled. And as Mel, welcome. Good to see you. Been a while. Um, I'm glad to, to see that I was the one who put out the bat signal saying, has anybody heard from Mel uh, on Twitter? Yeah, because I hadn't seen anything from you for a while. But older millennials are in their early 40s, 40s now. So, yeah. So at that cutoff is where things start to change. And it it needs to. And, um, and look, I mean, I, this is a tangent and this is weird and everybody's going to think that Steve's lost his mind, but it correlates. So for a lot of you that have been involved with the war zone, all these, you guys know, I'm like real big into the UFO thing and the UAP thing, right? Well, there was a theory floated around recently about why we're moving in legislature to declassify things and whatnot. And the reason, one of the predominant reasons was when you get to millennials and Gen Z and younger, these are the people that are going to inherit 
that data if it exists. And these are the people that believe everybody should know. So I think a lot of what's going on in this world right now is we've got a younger generation who's fed up with all the bullshit. They want to clear the air. They want to say, this is what we have. This is what's going on, whether it be retail, whether it be grocery, whether it be corporations, whether it be the Department of Justice, whether it be, the, you know, the intel community. These are the people that are going to inherit all this stuff. And they've had enough of the bullshit. And when they collectively get together in all these different areas, the floodgates are going to open because they feel like the truth hasn't been told through all of this and they're going to tell it. And I think that's where we are right now with society, you know, and I welcome it, bring it, let's go. Yeah, I, I concur with that. I, I think like, I think the, the generation coming up, um, or the one or two of them actually uh they're more kind of uh human focused um they're just more empathetic i think they they just they they haven't bought into the same sort of uh sociopathy that uh, occupied most i think that, I, know, I, co corporate shit i know? think they understand the abuse and the reason they understand the abuse is what they went through as a child with their parents who were bought and sold by these different businesses yeah, which is a nice segue back to what we were talking about at the beginning, uh, which is like, you know, the, the, the our spouses uh, that 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 witnessed us do stupid things to ourselves for very little reward. You know, I mean, a lot of them have grown up in households where their parents were not not there emotionally or in, or, or literally because of fucking work. Yeah, and you know, and, and that and that's the thing. I mean. This is why I love what we do because, you know, we wind up going on tangents and whatnot, but at the end we wrap it up in a nice little bow and you just did that, which is great. So we're sitting at 52 minutes now, as everybody's aware, you know, all the audio stuff from the retail war zone goes to Spotify, but I'm going to do something a little different tonight. They're really experimenting with, um, video podcasts. So tonight, I'm actually going to load this up in its entirety as a video podcast just to see what happens. Uh, it, it'll be the first time I've done that, um, just to see. Um, the Retail War Zone will reappear in August. Uh, you know, Hopefully by then, I'll be done with Tears of the Kingdom, which is great. And um, you know, we, we can get back to rolling. Um, but one thing I want to throw out there, I had mentioned this on Twitter. So also with all this stuff that's going on, I'm getting back into quote unquote recording original music. I haven't really done it yet. Um, I kind of messed around with some stuff the other day and I, I've been going around and downloading software and stuff like that. So if any of the community are singers or writers and you have an idea that maybe nobody else is working with or whatnot, you know, say, Hey, you know, I've got an idea for a song like this or whatnot, and I want to sing it. Let me know. Shoot, shoot me a message. Uh, I'm all over the place. I'm, I'm not restricted by genre. The only thing I will not do is country or hip hop or rap. Those are the only three things I won't do. So if you've got something and you want to mess around and, 
and send stuff back digitally via email and whatnot. That's be cool. So, um, it, it's, uh, we can do this, all this digitally. We, you know, nobody has to be here with me. If you've got, um, yeah, not even Keith Irvin's <laughs> Dom. I, I don't do country at all, but you know, that's the beautiful thing about technology is if there's an idea, we, we, we can do it from, you could be on the other side of the world. It all doesn't matter. We, we can send files back and forth and, and make it happen. Um, and Dom says definitely some Nickelback. No, but Hey, Creed announced today they're reuniting and they're going to do a cruise. So there's going to be a Creed cruise. That could be cool. Uh, so there's that. So having said that it's been, yes, Erica, um, it, it, it can, we can collaborate. You don't have to be here. If you have a, a way to record vocals, we just send files back and forth. That's, uh, that's how I've done it for years. So that's how it works. Um, so there you go. But having said that, Irish, I'm going to give you closing comments for the evening before we get out of here. Uh, I want to thank everybody for being here this evening. This is kind of like knocking the the dust off of the machine, so to speak. August, we're going to go back full bore, uh, probably one to two war zones a month, and then, you know, one to two therapy sessions. So that's where we're going to be. So, Irish, I will leave it to you to close us out. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us again. Um, I would just like to encourage everyone to uh, tune in for whenever the uh, date is set set for the um, episode with the spouses and give a warm welcome to uh, Mrs. Irish or whatever she wants to go by, because to say I twisted her arm into this was uh, an understatement. So she's right. uh, she's quite the she's nervous about being live and all that sort of stuff. But um, I think I've convinced her now. So give her a warm welcome when you when you, when she does appear. Yes, and I will go ahead and uh, Hero says, always be hydrating here in the United States. Yes. And then Erica says, drink your effing water, quote unquote, if allowed. There you go. Um, Dom says, thank you for your time tonight, Irish. No problem. Yeah. So having said that, Mel, it's good to see you. I'm glad you were here. I'm glad you showed up. Uh, by the way, I've been addicted to Timu. Um, I've bought all sorts of weird stuff. Um, I'm going to show you some stuff real quick. So <laughs> there was this microphone that was on sale. That was like a knockoff of like a $2,000 microphone. It's okay for it wound up paying $31. This is it. It, I mean, it looks legit. It looks like a $3,000 microphone, but it does not perform as such, but it's for $30. It's good. And then I also, video's not sponsored, correct, because I don't have a sponsor. I bought a Nightmare Before Christmas pocket watch, which is actually kind of cool. Um, it took me forever to figure out how to make it work. That's pretty rad. But anyway, yeah, there's a Timu addiction in my house from me. It's not Hero. She hasn't got into it yet. When she does, it's going to go crazy. So having said that, everybody, have a great evening. Thank you all for being here this evening, and we will see you next time. And peace out. Take care of yourselves. Stay out of the heat. Stay hydrated, and I'll let you know what's going on soon.